Tuning you in now. The all new LBX Daily Show. Brought to you by the LBX Collective. Your community to connect, engage, and inspire. Now, let's get ready to roll. With your hosts, Christine Buer and Brandon Wiley. Woo! Hey. All right. Welcome, welcome back. Yeah, thank you. Oh my gosh. I feel like I missed you so much. Like I don't get to see uh, you no. every day and kind of go through withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel the same way. I feel the same way. Aww. Aww. Okay. All right. Well, you're somewhere fun today. Hey. I am. I'm still in Newport. Okay. <laughs> Not where I wanted to be. So I wanted to get to Balboa has a pretty cool, fun park and they recently got new owners and the new owners have been really renovating it because it was like looking really oh. run down and they've been renovating it. And so I was hoping to be there to just kind of show it off. But, um, but that's right. We're, you know, I'm at a great pizza place, got some good wine, and this is where we happen to be right now. So my family is wandering around shopping and doing some fun stuff. So, oh, uh, and poor yeah. you. You have to record this podcast. No, oh, no. Yeah, it's all right. It's, I love doing this. I so, know. It's all good. Um, hey, guess what? It's National Coffee Day today. Yeah. Oh, what? What's wrong with you? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow. I, 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 I hate coffee. I do not hey. drink coffee. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I am like a massive coffee connoisseur. I love it so much. But I've learned I've been drinking it the wrong way. So I am like an Americano girl. I make an Americano every day. And what I do is I stick my cup under my machine and I brew my espresso into it. And then I put boiling hot water in it, mix in a little stevia and away I go. And this is how I've been making my coffee. Anyway, one of the guys in my forum, he owns, uh, he's called the Cappuccino King and he knows how to make coffees. He sells all the equipment, the beans and everything. And he's like, no, you're doing it wrong. And I'm like, how can I be possibly doing this wrong? So apparently, and I'll be quick, the way you make a true good espresso or coffee is you barely boil the water just until you start to see little bubbles boiling in the water. And then you pour that into your cup first and then you add your espresso in afterwards so you don't disrupt the crema that goes on top and it makes the flavor of the coffee more enjoyable and brings it out better and it doesn't ruin it. So I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. Um, now, I tried that this morning and I have to tell you, it must be an art because my coffee sucked. Wasn't as good. So it was going to take some getting used to. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you know, I mean, they do, I mean, so I, I, I do tea. So, and I'm trying to get, get into coffee because I know it's a cultural thing, especially here in the US and other places, but like, but I do tea. And that's the other thing. You can, you can burn your tea if you put in yeah. boiling water. And so you put in your water and then you put the, you know, the tea in, you dip it in, let it sit and let it seep. But it should be just before boiling. So oh, it sounds like I didn't realize coffee was uh, the right way to do coffee was similar. Yeah, but even tea, it's it's the type of tea, if it's robois or like green tea or whatever, it's different temperatures for the water that you're supposed to use for each of those two. Huh. Interesting. Anyway, Interesting. yeah. Anyway. Well, so jump into our, I guess, our rundown. Um, I was recently reading that Cedar Point or Cedar Fair, whichever, I mean, like, um, but Cedar Cedar Fair is uh, introducing an esports, and and you know I know we were, we were talking about it before, like maybe this is their um, this is their response to Six Flags and Six Flags mm-hmm. having their esports. But I'll just throw a picture up here. This is a mock-up version of their esports facility that they're adding in, and like to me, that doesn't quite get there with regards to uh, you know their their competition to Six Flags. Six Flags, I think we covered this. I don't know if it's before or after we actually officially started, um, you know, releasing these things, but we covered this on the show um, and Six Flags Esports. It's a, it's a whole experience. There's a lounge, all this other stuff going on. To me, this is just like, they, they just 
just chucked this thing into a corner of their Cedar Point facility and said, hey, let's let's have some esports. I don't know. To me, this just like doesn't I don't understand it. I don't I don't know what they're planning to do here. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like, I just wonder, is this just a rendering that they're doing to get people excited and this isn't what it's going to be like? But still, the rendering is indicating it's going to be a room and it's like a quiet place that you go. Now, what I liked about uh, Six Flags is, as I understand it, they're building more like Coliseum style viewing places so more people can go in and watch people. And to me, that makes a heck of a lot of sense. You're kind of creating a game or it's almost like Gladiator, hey? <laughs> like, you'll have your esports people in the middle and you can watch and cheer them on. Where I, You're right. I, I'm not quite understanding exactly what they're after here it looks like an old i don't know i don't want to speak out of tongue well it just looks like, like your classic like esports what would you know a lot of family entertainment centers tried to do for a little while that didn't that kind of struggled to, to catch on is you know you're coming to an amusement park you're coming to a family entertainment center the last thing i want to do is like sit back down to a chair and just play a video game that i can be doing yeah. at home potentially on a better machine um, or something like that or on a machine that's customized to me so I just I struggle with this in 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 a scenario where this is just one of many attractions and not part of its own standalone thing like Six Flags has done. I think yeah. that the other thing I struggle with, and I don't understand and know their pricing and packaging yet, but am I going to pay $120, $130 to come into Cedar Point and then just spend half the day sitting down playing esports? That to me doesn't mm-hmm. make a lot of financial sense. Um, so I think I just am, am wondering, uh, we need a little bit more information once they launch, but so far... This is, uh, I'm struggling with this one a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I wish we had Cedar Point on speed dial and we could dial them up and ask them what's going on, <laughs> right? Through Apple, but, uh, but it, you know, not, not, in a, uh, not in an hour, so we can't do mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, speaking of gaming and such, um, <laughs> Unis launched week four of their game launch. Um, and this week it's a crane called Toy Box, which I think is super cool. I, I personally love a good crane. Oh, no, my picture sucks. Um, <laughs> darn it. What happened there? That's showing up. That's all right. Oh, well. Um, anyway, it's super cool because this this is no ordinary crane. There's one, two, and four-player cranes. You can put as many of these machines together as you want. Um, sh- on this picture right now is the LED version. They're not all LED versions, but you can change the color on them so they can be multiple colors, all one bank of color, which I think is super cool. And I love how they've got the shelves in the back so that it actually displays what items are in the crane, right? Like, people love to see what they can win and encourages more play when they can see all of their different options, right? Um, also, the cool thing about this crane is you can switch out the claw so you can offer multiple different sizes of stuffies inside of here that fits and i just i i don't know gets me excited yeah i like the idea that it's custom customizable like i can buy a toy box for my center or a couple of them right you don't mm-hmm. buy just one but i can buy a couple and um but then i can have three different i'm mean, buying one thing but i can have three different sizes of, of you know things to win inside of the three side by side, and I don't have to get a separate different type of crane. So from like a cohesion and aesthetic standpoint, I can have three, yeah. maybe three different colors for three different sizes and then be able to display it. I think they've done a great job uh, with that uh, with that crane design. And I love the, the continued innovation and things is like totally t- tried and true as a crane. I can continue to mm-hmm. push the boundaries on that stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love, there's nothing I love better than walking it into an entertainment center. They've got this like bank of cranes that gets you all excited about the different things you can buy or, or uh, actually play. Sorry. Super yeah, fun. Now, yeah. Now, now I will say the one thing that like round one goes all into cranes because they're from Japan yes. and Japan's like super crazy about cranes. I think that takes it a little bit too far for the United States market. But yes, I think seeing, seeing some good cranes lined up there, you walk into a round uh, one you- and it's fucking insane. How many cranes? Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. But there's. 
we reported, and I can't remember the name of it, on another crane place recently. And they're, I keep on seeing their posts and they're going bananas. People are lining up outside for this stuff. Like, it's nuts. Nuts. I know. I know. Right. Yeah. It's like those marshmallows. Who doesn't love a good stuffy? <laughs> um, anyway, speaking of banks of other things. Okay. This is the coolest thing. Um, pinball against a wall. All right. I saw this. It's the world's biggest arcade game launched in London. This is last night. Um, a giant pinball game called Pinballer was projected onto the Truman Brewery in Spitalfields. Um, passer buyers had the opportunity to play. The game measured 225 square meters on the side of a building and was projected up there for three hours between 7 and 10 p.m. Uh, now, I'm not exactly sure how this game worked or how you could play this big game, but what I uncovered is that this is actually a loyalty scheme launched by KFC Re- Rewards Arcade. So they launched this new gamify experience that allows consumers to play an arcade cabinet-inspired game to win rewards. Now, all you need to do is you need to go on your phone and download the app. Now, I'm sorry, people based in the U.S., I don't believe this is available yet, or Canada, so it's only in the U.K. You download the app, um, and to play... After you've spent over three uh, pounds on uh, food and beverage from KFC, you'll get an invite to play something on this app. And that allows you to go in and um, play for other food items. So they're giving away uh, 12 different items, including like bargain buckets, popcorn, chicken, chicken fingers, et cetera, et cetera, which I thought was super cool. So this activation and here, I'm going to put it. Yes. Well, oops, we'll put it on the screen now. Um, You can see the Oh, come on now. Okay. You can see the actual uh, download the uh, app on the phone here. Um, and then here you can see it projected against the wall and there's some people playing it. Now, it looks like just a handle they were pressing down and maybe that's just to make the pinball kind of go up. But wouldn't that be cool standing there and shooting a pinball on this projection screen and just watching what it does and seeing if you can win? And here I'll switch to the last slide, which is a close up of this actual, uh, uh, the projection on the wall here. Yeah. Yeah, uh, what a what a brilliant way to do it. I think it's funny, though, that KFC, of all places they could have done it and launched this was in the UK uh, versus you know, somewhere in the US, right? They, like, I didn't realize KFC was such a big deal. And maybe that's part of it is like they're trying to make KFC a little bit bigger deal in the UK. It's like, wow. I don't remember going to the UK, like to London and like having fried chicken. Like that's not something to me that like, I think, but maybe it's because I'm from the US and I wanted to have other stuff. But well, um, what a cool thing. Uh, no, I agree with you. I think the thing is that KFC is probably fighting the whole uh, not healthy for you <laughs> issues, right? So they are pulling out all the stops to see what they can do to attract more customers and drive them to, you know, buy their products. Yeah. Yeah. I love, though, that it's uh, it's our, it's an arcade. It's pinball. Like That just gets people then in the right. mood for pinball and arcade. And like then they're going to be looking for where can yeah. I go to actually play real pinball? So what a, what a sort of like a great <laughs> ancillary opportunity to, uh, to, to feed off of it. For sure. And you know what was so cool is that KFC did a study on this and they said, okay, we're going to figure out what games we want to put into our app. What are the, what are the most popular games? So their study came back. Here, here's was the list. Pinball was number one. Then it was Pac-Man. Then it was Space Invaders. Then Coin Pushers, Air Hockey. And I won't go into the rest, but I really thought that was fascinating. That Those are the top games that are actually resonating with people that they want to play. Now, were these the top games resonating with people in the UK? You know what? I don't know where their sample was. Okay. So let's make a guess. It was probably the UK where the sample study was done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, interesting. I, I would have assumed like ski ball or something would have beat out air hockey, but, um, but yeah, that's uh, super, super interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That pinball was so high, but yeah, I love pinball. Yeah. I love it. Oh, and, and just to mention, um, cranes were number six, then super Mario, donkey Kong, cart racing machines and dance mat. There you go. 
<laughs> and okay. All right. And then the, 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 like, yeah, the dance revolution kind of stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, cool. Um, so I came across and partly because they're opening a location in Peoria, Arizona, I came across Split City Action Park and they have a location in Denver. They have a location in St. Louis. And um, these guys look awesome. Like you, know, you typically think of an action park or an adventure park. You're like, okay, it's going to be trampolines. It's going to be a ninja course, maybe some climbing walls, maybe a little bit of soft play for the kids. And it has all that. Um, but what it, what it adds and why they call it Slick City is they've added their own. I'm going to go ahead and show my screen here. They've added slides uh, everywhere. And the slides are super cool. Um, oops, I'm, I said slides in my mind instead of, and I went to add a slide versus actually do a screen share. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and share my screen here and play this while I'm doing a little bit of talking here. Oh, cool. And, um, and what's awesome is like they can, you can just go around and like get your slides out because, you know, like you go to water parks, right? That's what's fun about going to water parks is going down the water slides. Now I can actually go into a dry slide. I put this little mat under me. And it's not like they just have one slide. It's like a big component of their park. It's even part of their logo. The Slick City logo has like slides around it. And you can go down and then there's some like jump slides. Like you go down here and you get, you get launched in the air. And then this oh, cool. looks sort of like a water park one. Um, and yeah, they have all the other standard stuff too. They have the trampolines and, and stuff. And so I, I actually, what I was wondering, and maybe somebody knows this or not, and they can post it in Discord, but like, do they have, oh. is this like a patented thing? Or do they have, like, this was awesome. Look at that. You have to launch in the air at the end of the slide. Oh, my Look gosh. That. That's so cool. Okay. This is really, really cool, actually. It's like, awesome. It, it's yeah. awesome because it's dry water park. This is what it is. Yep. It's a dry water park. I love it. You don't have to get wet. Like, I hate getting, I do like water, but I hate the chlorine. Like, it dries my, my hair and my not, like, everything. It makes me crazy, well, and, right? And it's incredibly complex to run a water park. Probably don't need For to see other sure. venues, so I can stop sharing here now. But, For, um yeah, I mean, so like from a maintenance standpoint, it's way simpler. Um, and but it's you get your slides out, like your slide, mm -hmm. you know, itch. Mm -hmm. So well, and and I love that you're actually going down on a map because that's my hesitation with going down any slides is I'll always get a slide burn on there, right? So and it looked like there was actually handles you held onto the on those maps mm -hmm. so you stayed in position. It's that it's such a brilliant idea. Yeah, I love yeah. it. And and that's why I'm like, did, are they patented or can we? Can other people get them? Are we going to see this in other adventure parks now? Like, you know, mm -hmm. this is their third location. They're opening up in Peoria. It, it, it opens up beginning of 24, so I'm not going to be able to see it until then. But I'm definitely going to go check it out. Cool. I'm coming. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. And, okay, when I come, I'm going to look at Airbnb and see oh, what yes, I can yeah. rent. <laughs> um, but speaking of Airbnb, oh, my gosh. You know what was on there today? An entire home hosted by Donkey. And Donkey is a verified um, uh, Airbnb. -er. Okay, now this yeah. is super cool. Um, <laughs> someone had the brilliant idea of actually building a shack, shack house and they're putting it on Airbnb. So here, let me read the description. Located in the hills of the Scottish Highlands, Shrek Swamp is a stumpy, secluded haven fit for a solitude-seeking org. And for the first time ever, a handful of his biggest fans. Thanks to yours truly. Yours truly is Donkey. I'm swamp sitting while Shrek's away this Halloween, and I'm absolutely delighted to invite you to our fairy tale stay. Oh, and never mind. Don't be worried about the beware signs. Oh, here, I'll pull this up so you can see the beware sign. 
Um, oh my gosh, these pictures are amazing. Um, they're probably for decoration. Uh, this booking opens on October 13th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it's a free one to two night stay for up to three guests between October 27th and 29th. Now, it's not a contest. It's just like whoever comes first, come first serve will get that one booking for free. And I, I believe after that, you'll be able to book it, but there'll be some fees associated with it. But I'm really not sure what the fees are going to be. Um, but it's so super cool. Like, you know, we were talking about this a bit earlier. Like when you look at these pictures, I can't tell if they're real or if they're computer generated. Um, but after staring at them for a bit, I think they're actually real. Um, like some of the background with the trees looks real. I, I don't know, but I could be getting fooled here. This, it's just such an interesting conversation, you know, real, not real. What's going on? Oh, you're muted. Yeah. I was trying to keep some of the background music off. Um, yeah, I think what's what's interesting is the fact that we have to we have to actually think and, and ask that question: Is this real? Like, we didn't mm -hmm. have to even do that even a year ago. We did, there was not even something we had to think about. Like, would this be something AI generated? Um, but either way, like this looks awesome. It looks like a place I'd love to stay. And um, I think you did the verification, right? It is a real it is a real it, Airbnb. It is stay. a real one. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it, hopefully, it's something that continues to stay open and available once. Um, even after the promotional weekend. Seems like a lot of theming went into that. Yeah. And I think it's got to be some sort of promotional thing. Even, I, I did search for it, but I couldn't find any information on that. I do, the only thing I know about it, uh, other than what Airbnb is listening, is that there's actually no Wi-Fi in there. So, <laughs> and it doesn't sound like the the uh, phone connection is very good. So you go up there, it's going to be secluded. You know, there might be some mud baths. Yeah, I'm not really yeah. sure. Or, you know, they suggested even have your wedding there, have a big old org wedding. Like that, that could be super fun too, right? Um, yeah, yeah, Airbnb, cool. Airbnb does a really good job with experiences in general like even through the pandemic they were offering italian cooking courses you could travel to other areas of the world and get a tour of like how they shared lambs and did a ton of yeah. different things so i feel like this is just kind of adding to something that they had already kick-started but good on them you know good on them good on good ticket fried chicken for really opening up the door to different things like this and creating experiences for people yep yep exactly and i think that leads right into the, the last thing we want to talk about in the rundown today um which which is also sort of like a blend of a rundown slash rumination which is this idea of creating high-fidelity high experiences, right? So I can go and stay at an Airbnb in a home, somebody's home or at a hotel or whatever. And like, that's just going to be a regular experience. And maybe it's convenient and it's close to me um, versus going to a place that's fully immersive, fully themed out for staying in like Shrek's swamp, right? You know, donkeys even hosting that they've gotten that extra effort and put in donkey's voice in the whole, the whole thing. And, and so I was reading this article, we, we both were, uh, this article by White Hutchinson, and um, it was put out earlier this week, I think, or even over the weekend. And um, so loud. It's music. Big fly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Um, and so anyway, in this article, he's, he's basically providing a bunch of, uh, he's, he's digesting a bunch of reporting that was put out. That, and you can speak a little bit to the, the great report that, that um, I know you've read. Um, but then at the very end, I thought what was the, what was really valuable is he provided a takeaway. And the takeaway is, okay, there's declining sales across the board. And basically, there are three different groups. It was Dave and Buster's, uh, Top Golf, and what was the third one? Uh, you know what? I can't remember. It was weird. I didn't really, I'm not very familiar with that company. Yeah. So I, I have to go back and, and but it was, but think Top Golf and Dave and Buster's. We've been talking about Dave and Buster's decline and yeah. everything else. And, and it comes down to the fact that, they have mediocre food, mediocre experience, and if you need a more higher fidelity experience, and people are opting to spend more time at home 
versus coming out into location-based entertainment. Now the pandemic is, so the pandemic surge has sort of slowed down. And, and so he created this, uh, this graphic that he calls the, um, the, the fidelity matrix. And everything from like low convenience, so convenience is new at home digital habits. I can play great video games. And this is again, my issue with the esports facility that, that Cedar Point has put out. I can say at home, why am I gonna come to Cedar Point to play in that esports facility that doesn't look at all um, amazing. Yeah. I can just say at home. So convenience is going to draw me home. And then any high fidelity, though, is going to get me out of my home. And I'm willing to pay as well for that premium experience. Anything in between is he calls it the fidelity belly, which is basically this sort of average experience where it's not really convenient, but it's not high fidelity enough. Is it really worth me leaving home to go and experience that? Um, and so I just thought it was something, you know, and, and you go ahead and give your thoughts too, Christine, on this, because I know you, I know you have, uh, you've had a chance to read the full report, which I haven't had a chance to do. Yeah, I know. And I love it. And I think he's right here. I think that, you know, money's getting tighter. People are going to have less, you know, they've spent a lot of, into their savings. Uh, in, uh, like everything is getting more expensive and more expensive. Nothing seems to be coming down. And so if people are going to spend money out of pocket. They're going to want a better experience. And what to me this is going to do is it's just raising the bar on entertainment. We are going to have to get better at our jobs, better at service, better at attraction mixes, better at keeping our places, you know, um, tidy, clean, organized, and someplace that's cool that people are going to want to go. We're going to have to renovate more often, right? It's going to completely change the game. And not only that, um, California just announced today that they are increasing wages for um, uh, food workers for like um, fast food from $15 to $20 an hour starting April next year. So think about the impact of that. You know, we're going to be getting less money as business owners and operators. We're going to have to pay our staff more, which is fine. No problem. They deserve it. Um, but that just changes the whole game here. And so we're going to really need to be uh, making sure that our models are on point and that we're we are providing exceptional value and exceptional experiences for people. Yeah, absolutely. I think you said it. I think you said it very well. So we'll go ahead and post the article to the White Hutchinson, uh, the link to the White Hutchinson article in the Discord and uh, the Daily Channel uh, channel. Uh, and so that, I think, wraps up our rundown and uh, something great to think about over the weekend for uh, the rumination. So, so all you LBX. <sighs> Cheers. You kick it ass. <laughs> yeah. Have a great weekend, everyone.